I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth and in this video I'm going to be talking to you about he did nothing but love me. So the reason I wanted to do this video for you guys today is because I often see in your situations and in your breakups issues that have happened and you feel tremendous guilt about and you often will beat yourself up over those things and you didn't realize at the time why it was going on and what was happening Maybe you felt kind of out of control and very afraid or scared in the relationship. And sometimes you've been having so many issues with attachment for, uh, in many of your cases, most or all of your life. So it's a pattern that you're unaware of, you're unconscious of, you're constantly doing it over and over again, not aware of what's going on. So... I talk a lot about this in my video, The Real Reason Relationships Fail, but anxiety really has a massive impact on relationships, and it is one of the main reasons relationships fall apart. So, this video is going to show some of the patterns that happen that I see in relationships that cause us to get our anxiety triggered and to basically destroy the very thing that we are trying to protect. And it's a constant issue that I see over and over and over again. And I really think I figured it out with pointing how anxiety really leads to relationships ending and breakups. So the woman in today's email was in her early 30s and her boyfriend is also around the same age. She said, we've been dating for a year and a half and just moved in together six months ago. It all started the weekend before Valentine's Day. The 10th, he ended up coming home late from work. A friend that works with him said that he had gotten off of work at 6.15, yet he didn't arrive home until 8.30ish. Okay, so you can see how anxious that this woman is that She's asking a co-worker where he is that he's not home by 8.30-ish. I mean, it's a little bit more than two hours late from work, but sometimes you get home a little bit late with traffic, maybe you have to get gas, whatever. But the point is, she's so terrified of abandonment that she's got her friends telling him, her, where he is, what he's doing at work. She said she was on the phone with him for about an hour talking strictly about work, which I believe. She may believe it, but logically she's so afraid it's going to trigger her anxiety of abandonment, which is going to cause her to lose emotional self-control and watch what happens. I'm not threatened her by her by any means. Well... When you're anxious, it's not logical. It's not like you're logically thinking, oh, this person is a threat. You may know that they're not a threat, 
logically, but because it's an early trauma, you're, you're going to have, you know, symptoms from it, and it's not going to be logical, as you can see from her behavior that's about to happen. She is someone I've grown up with, and she is the one that introduced us. I confronted him, so why is she confronting him? This is something you confront somebody over with? You're just home from two hours from work? No. If, if my girlfriend was home from work by two hours, I'd be like, Hey, how you doing? How was your day? Did you get stuck at work or something? Like, I wouldn't think anything of it. I wouldn't make a big deal about that. Um, I confronted him and he said the same thing and was talking to another employee regarding a big side job that he had lined up. But that next morning... Before I left for work, I blew up at him. So, logically, she's saying, well, this isn't a threat, but look at her. She's terrified of abandonment, and she's not even aware of it, so it triggers her. She lashes out and loses emotional self-control over something that really should have been squashed real quick because the woman introduced them together. Why, if she had any interest in this guy, would she introduce him to somebody else? It do, it, logically, it doesn't make any sense. And what happens? I said awful things, awful things to push him away. What do I tell you guys? The very thing that we're afraid of, we cause to happen. She was afraid of abandonment and being abandoned, being alone. And what does she do? She pushes him away. It's the exact opposite of what she wanted to happen. I told him I didn't love him and that I should never have dated someone with such a low standard for myself. This guy, all he did was come home from a little, a little bit late from work. And he had someone confirm what he was doing. And what does she say? She says really hurtful things. I mean, come on, I, I don't love you, and I should have never dated someone with such a low standard for myself? That is rude. That is really rude, and it's really unexcusable to treat your partner in such a poor way because you lose emotional self-control. Not okay. It is not okay to mistreat your partner just because you feel like you can. It doesn't give you the right. And to say to somebody that you don't love them is really hurtful. And then the other stuff, which he didn't say, I'm sure it was not too pretty. About uh, having such low standards for herself. Okay, so what she says here is extremely graphic. I won't say it, so you'll just have to put two and two together. I also said the next time I was out, blanking someone's blank... I'll be sure to tell you it's for overtime. Oh, what a sweet, kind girlfriend he has here. That was extremely crass and rude. She said, you see, I was married for 12 years and my husband cheated on me numerous times and sent a text to me at the end saying that he's been seeing someone else for weeks. Well, like I said earlier, it's a trauma. See? So now... The anger that she has towards her husband and maybe her caregivers, she's taking it out on this poor guy who just came home a little bit late for work. This is why I say 
that anxiety is the real reason relationships fail. Not every relationship, of course, but believe me, the level of anxiety and intimacy plays a huge part in every relationship, and you need to be extremely aware of it. And that's one of the things that I'll talk to you guys about in our Skypes when we're talking about your relationships and your patterns and stuff like that. She says, the girl was 19 and he was 34. It was just an awful experience, meaning her previous husband. I told him I needed space. Uh, I, I, now, this, now we're back to the other guy. I told him I needed space. I got a hotel room for four days. That Saturday night, he called me around midnight to make sure I was okay. I didn't answer because I had fallen asleep. He sent me a text saying, Oh, that makes perfect sense. You hotel room since you are blanking on someone's blank tonight. See, now he's anxious because he's afraid that she's abandoning him by being out with another guy. I didn't respond those few days because I was upset. In my eyes, I was just making a reference because he stayed out late the night before for overtime. She's getting angry at this guy because he's working overtime. I don't know about you guys out there. I wouldn't tolerate this. I would not tolerate anybody talking to me or treating me like this. And neither should you. And neither should you treat somebody like this. Because this relationships are supposed to be caring, loving, supporting, empathetic bonds. That we're helping each other and we're there for each other. And this is just destructive and it's just out of control. Okay. Well, Valentine's Day rolls around and I still haven't heard anything else from him. I was thinking about him the whole time. That Wednesday, I went and left him a present with a card. I didn't stay because I wasn't sure how he would react. He sent me a text that night asking me where the gift came from and told me to take it back. Then, the next message I get was, Did you find another place to live yet or do you need more time? Look at how quickly this relationship unraveled. And if you were a lot more aware of anxiety and relationships, um, you would be a lot more conscious of correcting these things. This is why I'm always telling you guys, you have to talk about it. Talking about it is the way that you heal those traumas. You don't sit there and make a sexual reference about someone else and not contact me all weekend. He was completely right. Yep, she's figured that out now. He was so hurt. He's a very emotional guy. He was always the one showing such love and affection. So now, I've been staying with the girl that introduced us, my friend since then. The couple days following, I sent him text messages saying how sorry I was and I didn't realize how much I was pushing him away. That weekend, I went to our apartment around 6 a.m. and told him how much I loved him and how sorry I was for hurting him so bad. You went to his apartment at 6 a.m. Man, that doesn't tell, you, tell me you loved him. <laughs> you wake me up at 6 a.m., you don't love me. You let me sleep. 
A lot of that has to do with her anxiety. That's why she went there at 6 o'clock in the morning. He said he's done. He loved me, but he can't mentally or emotionally take it anymore. He was tired of the name-calling and the you-don't-love-me from me. Well, I can't say that I blame him. Because if you're with a partner that is constantly losing emotional self-control because they're feeling upset and they're not considering your feelings, it's just not going to work. Monday the 20th, I went to our apartment and cleaned and did all the laundry and made him a cook home-cooked meal. I found a card that he had gotten me for Valentine's Day that was ripped up. He was mad. He said that he wished he would have met me sooner in life. When he got home, he sent me a picture of the lasagna in the trash can and a picture that we had together broken and all my stuff off the shelving. Oh, he's furious. I yeah, I could see why because you know, you threaten to go out with an, and hook up and do things with another man, then you disappeared all weekend, you didn't even reply to his text messages. The longer it went on, the more angry he got. I didn't send him a reply back. That Friday, the 24th, my father's 14th year death anniversary. That's an anniversary you don't really want to celebrate, huh? My brother passed away in a drinking and driving accident eight months prior. Just to give you some background info. I reached out to him saying, thinking of you. He replied, I don't care. Oh, oh, this guy is furious. On the 25th, my best friend, who he gets along with really well, reached out to him. He said he's done with the name calling and I don't love yous. He wants to be alone and that's it. He's focusing on work and nothing else. It crushed me. I didn't reach out to him for the next week. On March 4th, he ended up doing a side job next door to my mom. That Monday on the 6th, he sent me a message saying, Hey there, I didn't respond. And five minutes later, he sent a me text message saying that I needed to come feed the cat the following afternoon because he was going to be away all day. He was going to be at a funeral out of town, but coming home late that night. I responded the next day, okay, and that's it. That Thursday, March 9th, my friend and, I, and him had a meeting together at work and then went out with like 10 other co-workers after. At the beginning of the meeting, my friend said that to him that she had something to give him. And he kept asking me, who is it from? So he knew. She said, who do you think? Well, they they ended up leaving the meeting at different times. He called her 20 minutes later and asked her where she was so he could get the letter. He met her there and got the letter. She said he opened it and at least read the front and back page and started crying and walked away. She heard him crumble the letter and put it in his pocket. She said that he kept saying, she really hurt me. The next day, March 10th, he sent me a letter that read, I didn't read the letter. I replied, I really wish you would have. 
He asked me when I got off. I told him I was already off and he said he would meet me to say what was in the letter or see what I had to say. So we met up at 6.30 that night. It was a great conversation. We both laughed and cried. I apologize how I acted a couple weeks prior and that I'm sorry for how I was in the relationship. We talked for about an hour. I expressed that I needed him in my life and what a beautiful person he was. I felt like he needed more of that. He was always the one professing his love to me. I also told him that I had been seeing a therapist for the past couple of weeks. Good for you. He's starting to realize that there's a problem and you're doing something about it that is acting like an adult. Good job. This has really opened my eyes to so much and it made me realize how I need to change. Not only for him, but myself as well. I'm also seeing a psychiatrist this week. He wished me the best of luck with that. He said the best advice that he could give was to focus on myself. I asked him what was going to happen with us and he said he wasn't sure. His mind was hazy and he had a lot of emotions running through his head. He gave me a big hug in the end and asked me when the next time I would talk to him would be. He said when he was ready. It's been a week now and I still haven't heard from him. I'm getting nervous because so much time has passed. I'm still staying with my friend now and it's been a month. All my furniture and clothes are there. I just don't feel like it's over. We were so close and he loved me so much. Am I giving him too much space? No, you're not giving him too much space. He said he would contact you when he's ready and you need to listen to that. How long do I do for this? The previous couple of weeks we were arguing a lot. I always was picking fights or very controlling and needy. You have to do it until he reaches out. That's how long. He will reach out when he's ready. He told you that. And you've got to give him the space until he wants to talk with you. Anything before that is just going to upset him. I told him February is a really tough month for me. It always has been. It's my dad anniversary and birthday month. He did nothing but love me so much. He opened up car doors, held my hand, supported me financially, bought me flowers all the time, and made me feel like the most beautiful girl in the world. Mm. I hate myself so much for pushing him away. Everyone told me how I was acting was wrong. He had such a strong connection and talked about having a family and getting married. He said he was never this comfortable with a girl. Please help me. I am so devastated. Well, you really dug yourself a deep hole for this situation. And I highly suggest that you work on yourself and work on the issues that you've had in your relationship. Obviously, if we talk in a Skype, you'll be able to give me a lot more in-depth of the problems in the relationship what it was like with him. We could look out a lot of different factors and I can give you a plan. We can come up with some things to work on. But, you know, you got to improve yourself because like I tell you guys all the time, no contact is not going to get your ex back. 
Here we have a situation that the entire relationship fell apart, self-destructed more likely, and no contact simply isn't going to correct those issues if you do start to spend time together again. If you don't do the work and you get lazy, which some of you guys do, and you come back to me a few months later telling me you didn't follow my instructions, believe me, I know what's in your best interest, I tell you to do the work, and I give you a plan because I know what's going to help you change it. I know what's going to give you the skills and the tools to have healthier, happier relationships so you don't have to go through these extremely painful breakups where you're constantly terrified if you're ever going to hear for the person again. If you learn the skills to form a better bond with your partner, you will improve the chances of your relationship being successful and happy tremendously. But it does take work and it does take time, especially for those of you guys who grew up in a home where you, you didn't have your parents that were together or you had a mom that worked all the time or parents that worked all the time or a bunch of siblings so you didn't get attention or maybe your mom and your dad have anxiety or depression or alcoholism when you grow up in that kind of environment it's a lot a lot harder to learn the skills that you need to have a healthy relationship and that is one of the big things that I will help you work on and teach you guys so get my help personally go to my website AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coachings. I do Skype coachings where we could talk together one-on-one -on -one for an hour. And I also do emergency Skype coachings if you have something come up and you need to get with me within 24 hours. So, if you like the video, put a like on there. And if you haven't yet, subscribe to the channel because I do post videos Monday through Friday. That's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth and I will talk with you soon.